everybody. Welcome to the first official episode of Discrete Air, the podcast where we deep dive into the extensive and fascinating library of the greatest selling console in history, the PlayStation 2. I'm Derek Kicker. I'm Ian Golding. So for our first episode, we thought it was appropriate to start with a PlayStation 2 launch title. Makes sense. Made total sense. Makes total sense. So the PlayStation 2 launched on October 26th, 2000, with a whole slew of games. It actually had a pretty big catalog of launch titles. Yeah. And one of those was SSX. <laughs> is an odd title. It was developed by EA Canada and published by EA Big. This is actually the first EA Big game. EA Sports. Big. EA Big, of course, famous for what I like to call sports games for people who are too dorky to watch sports. Yes. They made sports games for people who don't want sports simulators like right. Madden stuff like that. It was super well-received at mm-hmm. launch. It won Console Sports Game of the Year. Burr, burr, burr. It won Console Racing Game of the Year. Odd. It won PlayStation 2 Game of the Year at EGM's 2000 Gamer's Choice Awards and Reader's Choice Awards. So people liked this game. Yes. People were a fan of this game, and I am among those people this was the launch title that I got when I bought my PS2. Really? Yes. Uh, and I loved it. I was a huge Tony Hawk fan in the PlayStation 1 era. And snowboarding was one of those things that I was always kind of fascinated by, but could never do well. But in SSX, back flips, front flips. All flips. Twisty flips. Shove it. Yeah, shove it, shove it, so <laughs> grind. Grind the rail. Yeah, jump jump the gaps, just things like that uh, I could do. Wind was great. I'm I'm misremembering. Snowboarding, I know it didn't come out in 2000. It had been, people had been doing it. But this was kind of when snowboarding, well, right after snowboarding, kind of found its footing as like a real thing that a lot of people... Like ski hills were becoming snow or uh, snowboarding hills at this point, right around 2000. Yeah, I th- yeah, that sounds right to me. I think, uh, and feel free to angrily DM me about this if I'm wrong, but I think the Winter X Games was relatively new, okay. and snowboarding was kind of catching fire. Right. This is definitely not the first snowboarding game, but I do think that this franchise is the best snowboarding franchise. The executive producer and creative leader of this game was a guy named Steve, and I'm going to botch this so bad, Steve Rechschaefner, who actually invented the Olympic sport snowboarding event called Border Cross. Really? Yeah. Okay. So he invented the sport, then made a video game about the sport, which uh, is pretty cool. That's very cool. Good on you, Steve Rechtenschnarkel. Yeah. Whatever. Rect. 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 Schaffner. That's not, those words don't pray together. Let's call him Steve. We'll call him Steve. Steve. This game started development as a Dreamcast game. Holy shit. Yeah. And when EA decided to uh, cut ties with Sega, they moved the development to the PlayStation 2, which was... I don't know. I kind of like would like to see this, see what this game would look like on Dreamcast. I can kind of see it right now, though. Now that you're saying, yeah, that, I feel I'm feeling it. Yeah. I mean, the Dreamcast kind of nailed sports games. I think. Yeah, they did. I mean, NFL 2K is great. Amazing. 
The basketball NBA 2K. Yeah, NBA 2K is great. World, World Series Baseball 2K. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Tony Hawk on the Dreamcast works really well. Jet Set Radio. You know, I think I think uh, it probably could have been good, but I guess they didn't want to, you know, hitch their wagon to uh, the Titanic. Dying console. Yeah. Don't beat rocket. Don't beat rocket. Don't beat rocket. Rocking the beat. Don't beat rocket. Don't beat rocket. Don't beat rocket. Rocking the beat. So SSX is a pretty straightforward racing game. Pretty straightforward extreme sports game. There are eight courses and nine playable characters. And in those nine playable characters, you can select different outfits, different boards, and each character has an individual trick book. They all do different tricks, and they all have their own specific stats. And the stats are actually pretty... They matter. They matter. They matter. They, they matter yeah. in this. And there's also two different, I guess, three different kind of styles. So you have someone like Mac who is a freestyle snowboarder. So his focus and his skill set is more geared towards tricks, which is great because you need tricks to build up boost in this game. Yes. But then you have someone like Moby, who is also on the cover of the game, uh, who is a BX-style snowboarder, which means he's fast. Yeah, he's more about going fast. It's more about you know. cross, crossing with the board. Board yeah. cross, board board. board cr- Bodo cross, you know? Cross. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh one of the la the last unlockable character, Hiro Karamatsu, is an Alpine style snowboarder, which just dropped from the helicopter. Yep. Yeah. Just Fuck. doing it. Yeah. Doing going real fast. fast. Boarding trees and mountain lions and boards matter too. The boards all the boards affect your stats in different ways. And you can unlock boards and you can unlock outfits by unlocking pages in your trick book, Mm -hmm. by winning gold medals in the world circuit, which is like the career mode. The trick book is like bird watching. I mean, this is the, the, that's the way I kept thinking about it. It's like, you did this trick. It's like you saw the blue tailed buffoon, whatever the yeah. bird is. Yeah. So you have a book. I've I've never heard of someone uh comparing an extreme sports game to bird watching. Very similar though. Yeah. Why isn't there any extreme bird watching game? I'm ready to program that. I'm ready to get it out there. <laughs> so like you'll hit the front side blah 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 and then you go into your trick book and it'll say at the end of your race, you added three tricks and then you look and the front side blah 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 whatever I said is now like it's like black and white and now it's color saying you've done that trick. And it's like you have a book of the tricks you want to do during the game. Yep. Yeah. And the tricks are pretty satisfying to pull off. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, a we- a little bit of a shift because the tricks are done with the L1, L2, R1, R2 buttons and combinations of them. So let's talk about the controls. Yeah. So this game's pretty intuitive, Very. I think. There's a couple things that are a little wonky with it, but overall, it's a pretty good experience, and it's a pretty fun racing game. Fuck yeah. Uh, One of the things I really like about this game is that it's not so much where you can choose one or the other where you can like, okay, I'm going to straight race this round, or I'm going to do tricks. You kind of have to do tricks to race efficiently. Yes. Because when you do tricks, you fill up your boost bar, 
which in, f- in future games will be the tricky meter. Yes. And with that, that's, you know, especially when you start getting into the later levels, boost is essential to win. Yeah, you go faster when you have the yeah. boost. Yeah. You do the boost. The one thing I thought about the controls that struck me immediately is it, it's hard to describe, but it felt like you were on snow on a snowboard. It didn't feel like you were just a thing moving back and forth. Like the turns, the way the turns happen and they're very responsive, it had that feel. It's like you you got pretty quick what kind of turn you needed to do to get to where you wanted to go. Yeah, I would say all the courses have texture. Yeah. Because, you know, the some of the banks are clearly ice. Yes. And you will go faster on those. But if you go off course, the snow gets deep and it slows you down. Which is awesome. And it's, I mean, for a game that doesn't, has a, you know, has an old controller that doesn't have any sort of like, other than the rumble, like any real tactile feedback. No. You really kind of get the feeling that you're stuck in the snow. Mm-hmm. So the controls in this game feel pretty good. Very good, I think. It takes advantage kind of of the joysticks, the dual analog sticks, and the D-pad, I think. I don't, you don't have to use the D-pad. But I think using just the analog sticks to do tricks can lead you into like a pretty messy situation where if it's not like perfectly to the left or to the right, you start twisting in a different dimension. Yes. And it is very hard to recover from like a bad flip in this game. Yes. It'll get better in the sequels, but the trick system in this game, this isn't like a wild, you're not doing wild, insane combos like you would be in the later game. No. This game's a little more grounded in reality. I actually didn't use the D-pad. I only used the joysticks. Really? Yeah. Well, I what I've noticed is that you can do, a like, with a flip, you can start a flip with the D-pad, and then you can kind of finish it up quicker with the analog right. stick. So I'm kind of switching. I'm a switch hitter. You're a switch hitter. Yeah, I'm driving with both feet. I What I liked about using the joysticks was when I would be holding down the jump button to get ready, if I held back... It started the trick. It it as soon as I let go, it would start the trick. So I felt like that was their way of saying this is what you'd have to do in real life to prepare for a trick. You can't just be in the air and decide to do a flip. You have to prepare. I just like that aspect. Yeah. Like getting ready to do the trick. And I remember that was like a big criticism of the game as far as the controls go when it first came out, where people were bummed that you couldn't like when you hold X down to start like charging up your jump from mm-hmm. the ramp. You can't turn. No. You can no longer turn. Correct. Uh, uh, which people were mad about, but I feel like it makes sense to me that you would try to set up your line for the ramp, and if you want to maintain that speed, like, that's what you'd have to do. Straight you'd up. Have to, you'd have to, you know, be in a straight line. Totally. yeah. And you wouldn't be moving around too much. And I don't think it's that, I don't think it makes it that difficult. No, it's not that. And people are just babies. Of course. Much of babies. Babies. Little babies. Such big old babies. One of the cool things about this game, too, is that there's only eight courses, but the courses aren't straightforward. No. So this is a game with a lot of shortcuts. Lloyd Dobbers. Was that his name in Fedorov Dead? Remember at the end? <laughs> I have no idea. What a pull, though. Like, he, that's what I would, that's, it came from when I was playing it. Like, remember he, like, was behind in the big snow race at the end? So he took... seen that movie. Holy shit. Well, he, he's behind at the big snow race, skiing race at the end, so he takes the shortcut. I'm not even sure his name is Lloyd Dauber. I might have made... I think his name is Lloyd. 
but I just called them that. When I take a shortcut, I'm doing a Lloyd Dauber. That's not his name. Yeah. <laughs> so this game has a lot of shortcuts. Yes. And they're, most of them are marked by glass plates that have the SSX logo on them, and you crash through them, and it takes you through a shortcut. But there's a lot of shortcuts that don't have that. No, there are. There are shortcuts that are just like a random rail that you can catch, and it will take you around and put you from last to first. Yep. But in the later levels, you know, some of the AI get wise to that. I know about take, those. Take them as well. Yeah. Which is another thing I really like about this game is the AI in this game is really good. It's not a super hard game, but I wouldn't say it's like an incredibly stupid easy game either. You're not going to beat, beat Eat Trace the first time you play them. It's going to take a couple. Yeah. And some you will, but I'm saying it's not like one of those you can just sit down and play through and be like, all right, I beat that game. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention that is kind of weird about this game is in the loading scenes, when you're coming in and out of courses, or when you're coming in and out of modes, uh, it'll show in like a info card for one of the characters. Yeah. And on all of them, for some reason, <laughs> it shows their blood type. This is this a eugenics thing, maybe? I get, I mean... Did I say that weird? Uh, eugenics. Eugenics. Eugenics? Yeah. Eugenetics? Eugene. Eugene Levianics. There you go. I don't know why we would need to know that Moby is a negative. There's no sort of blood transfusion mechanic in no. this game to take advantage of that. It's not like we need someone with O negative because everyone else has been in an accident. That's true. Maybe that's the subtle thing is like it's a subtle hint that like you need to know that because they're injured so much they bleed so much. But again, that's it's extreme. It's extreme. It's blood extreme. is extreme. Yeah. Extreme blood draw. Extreme. Extreme, extreme phlebotomy. Bam. Bam. EA big. Extreme phlebotomy. But there's a lot to love about this game. I think for a PlayStation 2 game, especially a launch title, I think it looks pretty good. Fucking awesome. Like the jump from PS1 to PS2, yeah. this game looks kind of incredible right. by comparison. And you could tell they were just showing off because like there are fireworks every five fucking seconds in this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of incredible. I, I really like the road rash mechanic where you can whack people. Next yes. to you with the right joystick, if yep. you slap it towards them, you'll push them, mm -hmm. and you can push them off your board, off their board, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. The game sounds amazing. It has it's a great soundtrack. An amazing uh, This is this will be a key feature of these games going forward is how good the soundtrack is. Uh, most of the music in this game is composed. Uh, there are a few licensed tracks, but the music fits really well. Oh yeah. It fits really well. It feels very 2000, 2001. Yeah. Uh, in in a way that feels nostalgic and good, not cringy and bad. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like when uh, closing time comes on and you're... It's a little rough, that one. All these semi-sonic fans are going to be out. And raise your DMs again. Angry semi-sonic <laughs> fans. Who did you, uh, did you do the, what, what did you, I'm assuming you did the Grand Prix, the... I did the World Circuit. So who was your, who was your, who was your person? I picked Moby. You were a Moby guy. I was a Moby guy because I love his accent. Okay. Because he's British. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, I also liked his, like, Union Jack kind of thing. He's also on the cover. Yeah. He's the protagonist of the game. And Mac, Mac... Mac just seems to me like uh, someone who listens to a lot of Eminem. Sure. Oh, okay. Like, he, like, yeah. That guy. That guy. Okay. Yeah. 
he's that guy who's walking around just, you know, yeah, just listening to him now. Big old head. But I do love that he has a hot dog on his board. Sure. That's pretty funny. I picked Kaori. Kaori. Probably I from from doing research afterwards, one of the most challenging characters to like get through the game with because she's got no downhill speed. She's all trick. And that's that's cool too, because like all the characters play super different. Yes. Yeah, I, I was never a couple times I like tried to just win the race by racing early and I was like, I can't do it with her, just people were passing me. Then I was like, Well her and I looked at her stats and her or whatever and I was like, Well her strengths are her tricks. So I started doing fucking trick after trick and I had that boost meter cooked up and I started winning races. So yeah. Yeah, you can just blow them down. That's why I like that's why I picked Moby. I I feel like the the long the longer the board, the yeah. faster they are. It makes physics. Yeah, physics. There's physics in there. I mean, everything I know about snowboarding, I learned from the movie Out Cold. So, yeah, I like the I really like the racing part of this game. Yeah, I think the racing is really fun. I think trying to hit the shortcuts is super fun, and I like the trick stuff. Um, it's not as satisfying to me as like a Tony Hawk. No, like that. No, but it is fun. But the racing part is really what sells me on this game. Yeah. I really enjoy racing. I really enjoy the courses. I, all the courses are pretty unique. Yeah. Uh, there's. It's clear like a lot of thought went into these. I really like Elysium Alps. I think uh, Elysium Alps is a super cool that course. Was... Aloha Ice Jam is really cool. Too. I think that, that was my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Aloha Ice Jam is super, super sick. They did, they did a good job in every course of having landmarks but not really because it's not like oh there's the statue it's like you know oh after this this big fucking jump is coming up and i gotta get ready and oh this is where it splits like they were very memorable like they did a good job but and they're just short enough that you never feel like oh my god when is this one gonna be over yeah i would say each race is probably like three to five minutes yeah like they're not very long races which is good and the courses are super memorable yeah which makes it fun to learn them yeah because they are so different and it's not just copy and paste of you know different other sections of the course that learning learning them is really fun and learning them is really how you get super proficient at this game agreed is by playing them over and over again and it it takes a long time for it to get old yes it takes a long time and i i think if you grew up playing this game if you played this game as a kid and you put it like you know i would say i easily put hundreds of hours into this game when it first came out. There's a muscle memory. Yes. Gain some muscle memory for some of these courses. Did it kick in when you played it this time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But especially especially the Elysium Alps, because, I, I mean, that was my favorite as a kid, too. Really? I think, uh, you know, you start getting back into it, and you're like, oh, this feels super familiar. Fucking. Uh, Aloha Ice Jams, I obviously really like that one, too. And, yeah, it's they're, they're, it's it's super satisfying game. This is not a lot of game. No. This isn't a game. This isn't a loaded title where there's a million things to do. Nope. This is not a game for, like, completionists. This is not a game for, like, people who want just, you know, deep, nonstop content. This is a fun game, a fun racing game, a fun sports game. And I think the my favorite thing about this game is the multiplayer. I think this game is an incredible multiplayer game. Right. It is super fun playing with a friend. It is, you know, racing your friends, doing tricks is all super fun and super satisfying. 
when I was a kid, I my friends would come over, and this is the game we would play. Did you have a bad controller and a good controller, and you'd give them the bad one? Oh hell yeah! I had a I had an OEM controller that was blue and see through, and I had a Mad Cats controller that the guest got. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. The one you got that was just still going to like fucking EB Games or GameStop or whatever, and you buy it, and it was in a bag when you bought it. Yeah, it was. It, a, it was in a bag. It has buttons that uh, don't really do anything. Like switches. Oh yeah. Like what do the switches do? Yeah. And the pre- and the buttons yeah. take a little effort, ex- extra effort to press. A little extra right. effort. If you wiggle the cord in the right way, like it just stops working. Sure. You know. Yeah. The 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 friend controller. Yeah, of course, the friend controller. All right. Yeah. Because I gotta win. You're gonna win. Okay, you're, not gonna be, point. you're not gonna beat me in my own house. The rules. House rules. My final thoughts on this game are this is a super special game to me. This franchise is super special to me. I played a lot of this game and it was a ton of fun revisiting it. I think the newer titles in this game, I think the last one came out in 2012. Yeah, it was a remake though. Yeah, yeah it's the reboot on Xbox 360. I think you can still buy it on the Xbox 360. Uh, arcade Xbox Live store. Uh, there are things about it I don't particularly like, but this is kind of a great franchise and a really fun sports game. It's a really fun game to play with friends, and I would give it five out of five hot dog snowboards. Oh, shit. I'd agree. I think... I wonder if no sequels came out and it did became the launch board if it would be revered the same. I think it might have just been a one-off great game that was fun, but because it laid such a good foundation and they did good things with it. This is, uh, this is, uh, fuck it, this is Star Wars. Is that you have a thing that's good and then you build on it and usually, for a while at least, you, you go, it's better. It's not fucking Highlander where the first one is good and everything else is shit and you're like, why did they even make a number? I I would definitely agree with that. I think this game is great, but I think this game is also overlooked because of just how good Tricky is. Yeah, Tricky And is. just how good SSX3 is. Yeah. And I would say overall those probably are better games, but you don't have those games without this. That's exactly right. This is why it's a classic. You, do, you don't have it, and I think this did... I think this changed sports games at least for a while, yeah. where you know you kind of have sports games for people who aren't good at sports games. I've never been uh, great at, like, right. Madden. Uh, I'm truly awful at, like, NBA 2. I was terrible at NBA Jam on the, <laughs> on the SNES. But I could play some NBA Street and have a lot of fun. Right. I could play, uh, you know, NFL Street. I could play SSX and have a great time listen to great music and have fun with my friends and not feel like I was just bad or didn't understand. And I think that's, that's super, I think that, I think this game was represented kind of a sea change in those kind of sports games. And I would say it's one of the most important launch titles. It's probably the most important, I would say. Yeah. Uh, just for ratings, I will say five out of five, uh, little backpacks, five out of five little backpacks. That's what she was wearing. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And check us out every PS Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, check us out on What's Not. Yeah, you can find me on What Not at Funeral Casual. You can also find me on Instagram at Funeral Casual Games or the podcast at Discreet Error Pod. Discreet Error Pod. Uh, socials, same thing, Discreet Error Pod. You can find us on Twitter at DRE the PS2 Pod because Discreet Error Pod was too long and Discreet Error was taken. There you go. So thanks again for listening, and we will see you next week. Bada bing, bada boom.